Welcome to our 49th episode of Breaking Bread with C on Relentless Pursuit. My name is Celeste Mundu. I am your host on this podcast. Last time I spoke about receiving God's help and the necessity for us as believers to understand that what was given through the person of Jesus Christ is actually a gift. And because this is something that was imparted unto us spiritually, it can only be groomed spiritually grown spiritually, understood spiritually, interpreted spiritually, and matured spiritually. That is the only way you are able to translate it to the physical and bear the fruits that show that indeed, truly, you have surrendered your life to another government that is not one that satisfies every desire that you have in your flesh, every want and need, even if it has no bearing on your spirit. So I recommend that you listen to that episode and that you understand how the Holy Spirit works in us. Once we have received Christ as our Lord and Savior, it is important that we don't walk li- we don't walk through life as if he's just our Savior because he died for us, and yet we don't give him lordship of our lives. We don't allow him to guide us and teach us how to live this life which he pre-planned even before we were here, which he understood, how he knew us, how he knew how we'd respond to circumstances, Circumstances, and yet he placed us here and said he knew us before we walked the surface of the earth. He knew us before we got in the wombs of our parents. He knew us and he had a plan to give us a future, to give us hope, and to, to do us well. So I want to encourage you to listen to that episode. But even as I dive into today's conversation it's very um interesting that i had not yet touched on this scripture because it's a scripture that's very close to my heart and i thank the lord that today i have the unction to talk about it so number one matthew 6 33 the bible says seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you number one This scripture is very fundamental, even in the journey of relentless pursuit as its own. One of the things that God placed on my heart in the inception of this ministry was that we'll seek God at every step of the way. If he says, slow down, we'll slow down. If he says, run fast, we'll run fast. If he says, put down the tools, put down the chariots and horsemen, put down the idols in which you have believed, we'll do just that. And this scripture really showed and opened my eyes, even in my early years as a minister and even as a believer, really. It opened my eyes to understand that if I could tap into the understanding of the righteousness of God and his kingdom, I will know how to operate even on this earth as one who is working or walking in the steps of the spirit of God that is at work in me. So seek first the kingdom of God. A little above that very scripture itself, the Bible says, do not worry saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. 
So God created us. God made us. He knows that we need to have food in our stomach. He knows that we need to have a drink so that we can stay hydrated. He knows that when we lack in any of those things, we can even be in danger of death. So he says, you don't have to worry about these things. I made you. I know what your body needs. I know that you need this thing to survive so you will not lack of it. That is why you have food that grows out of the ground literally like sometimes you'll just walk by a field and grab an avocado or an apple or anything you cannot lack something to eat because even the ground itself will respond to you now there are many um, things that go into that and there are many things that I do not wish to discuss here because it would digress us from the point but Jesus here is telling those that are listening to him that the Lord knows that you need these things but if you could first seek his kingdom understanding how it works to be a child of God what kind of authority this identity affords you what kind of privileges this identity brings along when you receive Christ as Lord and Savior and this very understanding now imputes a kind of righteousness to you because you believe in what you have come to know. You believe in what it can do for you. You believe in the ways it is transforming you daily as a person. All these other things will begin to be added to you because they are responding to a person who understands who they are. If you didn't know that you are related to King Charles in the UK, you would go and ask for a visa if you want to go to the UK like any other person would. You would struggle and have some kind of anxiety as you wait for the response of the immigration if they're going to give you the visa or not. But if you knew that you are his grandchild or his nephew or his niece, it's just a matter of a phone call and you might even get on a plane without needing a visa because he calls the shots anyway. So even with the scripture, we're being told that once you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, as a born again believer, there are things that you have access to as a child of God. There are wisdoms, there is understanding, there is a kind of discipline, there is a kind of order that is open to you because of your identity. This identity precedes the assignments. This identity precedes every door you walk into. It goes before you and it introduces you as this child of God. So there are things that begin to respond to you because you have understood your identity. There, for If you were a lady before you got saved, you would dress in immodest ways, you would dress in inviting ways, and all kinds of vagabond men would speak to you however they want. Perhaps you don't even like that, but because of the clothes you're wearing, they're communicating something that is otherwise from what you feel or think or even believe that you deserve but then you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior then certain revelation conviction and knowledge begins to hit your spirit you begin to realize that okay these clothes do not necessarily communicate who I am who I feel like I align with as a child of God then 
all of a sudden, all the men that could not even say hi to you in the first place begin to notice you. People who have discipline, people of valor, men of valor, men who have a certain respect, a certain standing in society. What has changed? You're still the same person, but you have surrendered to another government that knows what is best for you and it begins to introduce you even before you open your mouth to speak per se. And I don't mean to give this example so that you think you have to perform a certain way to be noticed. This can go both ways. This can be the same favor that follows you, that goes before you when you are entering an interview room. Perhaps the way you dressed, in as much as it wasn't bad, but it was conveying a certain message that would cause someone to judge you or place you in a way that you probably are not even associated to. But you begin to dress in a way that can allow even this HR person to give you a chance to even speak. Because I've worked in HR before and there are people who would walk in the room for an interview and just by their appearance, I'm sorry to say, it would communicate that they might not be fit for the job. Why? If you're going to be an administrative assistant, you are literally the first person that someone sees once they walk in the building. So the way you present yourself says a lot about who you are. But if somebody walks into the company and finds such a person that even I as the HR has kind of questioned once they walked into the room, then what is the reason that that person, if they were coming to close a deal with us, if they were coming to, to to get a service um, from our company, what would cause them to want to go any further, to trust us with their business? And maybe that person is not even the necessary the necessary uh, representation of the company as a whole. They've just seen one person, but first impressions matter. So it's very important as believers, as children of God, to understand that identity precedes any kind of assignment. And if you do not understand how the kingdom of God functions as a believer, you are at a disadvantage. You are walking in a country of which your father is the very president, the man who calls the shots, and you don't know it. You don't know how much is in your power. You don't know how much privilege is in your hands. And Satan thrives so much on that lack of knowledge. He thrives so much when we do not know who we are because we are not able, we are not learned in the ways that we have the capacity to place a demand on the office, place a demand on the name of Jesus as people who are coheres to his throne. There are prayers that some people can make and they will be heard because they know the kind of, they know who they are placing the demand on. But there's a person who can make the same prayer because they do not know who they are making this demand on. They have no personal relationship with God. They have no understanding of who Christ has made 
them they have no understanding of how much they have gained by simply confessing Christ as their Lord and Savior and their prayer cannot be answered because they are not making a demand out of understanding in Acts 19 um, chapter 19 verse 11 the Bible says that there are sons of Sceva and these sons of Sceva were basically children of some high priest at the time and they heard someone they heard Paul actually preach right that they heard they heard Paul cast out demons out of someone who was possessed and they come and they repeat the same thing they heard Paul say right they say in the name of Jesus we cast you out in the name of the Jesus that Paul preaches that is what they heard Paul say but they do not know the kind of relationship that Paul had with this Jesus that allowed him to make such a demand that came with authority and power what do the evil spirits answer they say Jesus I know Paul I know but who are you you see so the demon spirits that operate even in the world remember that satan fell with cohorts he fell with certain angels who saw things as he did who got filled and puffed up by pride and they got into a place where they offended god where they dishonored god where they wanted to equate themselves to the very god that created them and so they know their god they know jesus they know how heaven functions they know all these things that's why they will recognize the children of god and attack exactly those there's a reason why satan will not go bother someone who is in the world who is busy fornicating drinking do living a very reckless life because he already has them but for you anything that the lord tells you if he says i have made you whole it is well for you by my stripes you were healed he says all that of you tomorrow sickness hits you the moment that message comes because satan attacks on own account of the word he does not account he does not attack you simply because you are so and so he does not attack you simply because you're wealthy the people actually that serve the kingdom of darkness tend to be even more wealthier because if he has promised it to them and they do their part he will do his part of course whatever they go through is up to them because um, the the blessings of God are the only ones that add no shame or sorrow but they will still be wealthy right so it's important that you understand that just as the demons know who they serve they also know who they are against so the demons that are in this person ask these people trying to cast them out and they say i recognize jesus and i know who paul is but who are you you see so even for you there is an office as a child of god that allows you to place a demand on something there's a reason why when you desire a a certain copy that is government related they will send you to the notary and this notary will attest it's not like he was there when you were born it's not like he was there when you bought this land but there is a power that has been given to him that allows him to be 
a chief witness in most scenarios that if you put his name signature and stamp there there are services you'll be able to access the same is with matthew 6 33 seek first the kingdom of god understand how this government you have surrendered to works understand what aggravates god but also understand what advantages you as a child of god and then allow it to transform you allow it to kill the flesh that is left of you allow it to kill the things that are in you that are not glorifying god and you will bear fruit of righteousness and then now all these other things begin to follow you is a favor at work you are you apply for certain positions and you get responded positively from like three and then now you have a problem because you're too spoiled for choice there are things that have become so easy in my life because i understood the patterns and the principles that god has set for those things there are things that i don't even pray for anymore that i'll just go in the presence of god and thank him for that because i understand how it works i understand how to get there i understand that i am a child of god and there are promises that are in his word that if i stand on them even he cannot ignore me he has to hear me because god cannot deny himself if it's a word he spoke he is going to fulfill it he is going to accomplish it because otherwise that would make him a liar and yet the bible says let god be true and every man a liar so i want to encourage you but not just that i want to fire you up i want to extend this understanding to you this challenge that you may be able to sit and meditate on a certain word and allow it to produce that that um that response in you you know when you know who you are you speak with authority you speak with boldness and certain things will begin to add themselves to you i cannot stress it enough how much every time i ever struggled to understand how god could for example forgive me or love me or use me i'm like why would you choose me out of all the people that are out there there are children who are born and raised in christian homes they've served in the church 15 30 years when i was busy in the world doing my own thing why would you decide that this is what this is who you want to choose this is what who you want to use and yet god is no respecter of person because he created me even what i get myself into he is the one who knows how to reset the system to default and even make it better than i could have imagined and the same is for you when i understand the forgiveness of god it is not rocket science for me to go back and say truly where i have come from i should also forgive this person and even if it seems like they have offended me in such a way that I cannot process right now. So child of God, it is for you to place a demand on the office that has been entrusted to you as a child of God how I go to my if you come to my house and you are staying with me and perhaps my parents are staying with me 
and I let you sleep in my room. You have access to what is in the room I have given you. But if you needed a towel or sandals or a charger that is in my parents' room, you have no permission to go to my parents' room in as much as you are a guest who's sleeping in one of the rooms. But I do. So you call me and ask me to get into my parents' room and grab you that charger, grab you that towel right so the same is for people who continue to depend on others to pray for them you're basically saying god hears you more than he hears me and yet we are both children and that is wrong if you identify as a child of god you can only join hands to agree and to thank him in prayer with others but don't make it such a habit that you don't know how to come by the blood how to come by the very thing that promoted you to that place there is only one mediator and that's Jesus Christ if you have received him there is nothing I can ask God that you can't ask him it does not matter where I am or where you are if you truly believe it in your heart and you speak it with honesty and understanding of who you are in God it shall be given to you as long as it falls within the will the revealed will of God through his word it shall be given to you don't observe time because God does not count time as we do he does not count slowness as we do I want to exhort you in that and may you stay meditating and pondering on that word and be fired up in your spirit to ask as one who knows he's being heard let's pray Father, I thank you for this word. I thank you for the clarity and the understanding that it is bringing to everyone who's hearing it. Lord, I pray that every seed that you help me plant through your word, through the meditations of my heart, you will give the increase in due time, Lord. I thank you for each and everyone who's hearing this, who's extending the same understanding and knowledge to others, Lord, that you will increase them, that you will bless them, that you will show them the way as they seek you with understanding of who they are in you and they will place a demand on the office of being children of God with boldness with courage with strength of heart and they will hope to the end that your name may be glorified I thank you that you hear me when I pray it is so and cannot be otherwise to the glory of your name and Jesus name we pray and believe I will see you or hear you um, next week Monday thank you for being with us thank you for sharing the gospel the gospel has no copyright whenever you are blessed share with a friend and let them share with another friend that every single one may have no excuse to say i have not heard the gospel be blessed have a great rest of your week